We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brunson looks to inbound. They still need a three. They need a two. Brunson gets it. Brunson drives, pulls up, jump shot. One go. Rebound Durant. They got a foul right away. And they do with 7.1 remaining. Brunson got a good look. Everything was falling for him here in the fourth. Not that time. Just going to do a quick reset because we're in hour three. Hopefully it's not a full hour of hour three, but shout out to to all of you still watching. Um, Real quick, shout out to the fine folks over at WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Download, bet, win. Uh, Next up. GD Nation, what's going on, GD? Y'all are too tough on RJ and Randall. It's too much. I uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't even think I've been that tough on RJ and Randall in general. I, I, they just haven't been performing. That's the bottom line. Don't they need to do better. That's it. Yeah. Don't, don't know where the blame is going if it's not on them, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Joe Vogel, if nothing else, I think this year is important to establish Jalen Brunson as a star to attract other stars. I, I don't. That's done. Everybody knows what Jalen. Everybody knew what Jalen. Every smart basketball player knew what Jalen Brunson was coming into this year. KD signs here in 2019. If they had a guy like him, I'm. I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, yeah, he's a star, and I think I think there's a real chance he. I, but I do think they need to to stay around 500 for him to make the all star team. All star team. Hope so. Um, yeah, hopefully he will. Philly Jordan, the lack of shooting isn't recency bias. Last in the NBA in three-point shoot percentage, and our supposed good NBA shooter is 39% for three years. Um, who's that? Let's stop making oh, RJ. it acceptable. RJ. 
Oh, yeah, no, I, I yeah, I don't. Was well, that wouldn't be three point percent. No, it, it, yeah, the no. way I thought, because in terms of field goal percentage, although he's been you know early forties, which isn't very good. I, I'm trying to figure out. I don't just for to be very clear. I don't think the lack. I don't think the lack of shooting is recency bias. I do think the lack of shooting is something that will get better. Are there some? Is the team structurally flawed? I've been saying the team has been structurally flawed for two months. They built the team around three guys who don't want to take threes. You can't have a team that is ultimately successful like that. They need to move off of one of RJ or Randall and probably both at some point in the next year to two years. Um, No one's disagreeing with that. Yeah, especially just not at the same time in terms of them moving off. It's probably it would probably have to be one and the other is supposed to two pronged it for for sure. Mike Conrad, can Art can uh, RJ and Julius Randall's minutes be decreased without it hurting their trade value? I don't care anymore. I just want the team to win and play the right players. Again, this is bigger picture stuff that they care about. They are not. If you're if you're waiting for them to play, neither those guys will continue to start. And then ask yourself if two players start together, which these two players will continue to do as long as they are here. That is never going to change. If two players start together, what is the fewest amount of minutes and 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 they're tied to 100 million dollar contracts? What is the fewest amount of minutes that those two players can play together in an average NBA game? I would posit realistically 15? Is that that's that's low. Yeah. 14 maybe if you're pushing it. Well, we see it when RJ plays with the second unit and it doesn't, that doesn't happen enough for it to be like, Oh wow. They've really staggered it to such a degree. It just doesn't happen that much. Tibbs relies on his guys and they are his guys through and through. I'll, I'll give, I'll give Tibbs this, the, those dudes, I mean, they led the, the NBA in minutes played together certainly two years ago and they were close last year as well. They started out this year playing 30 minutes a game together. And then on the West Coast trip, they only played 23 minutes a game together. Once he went to the nine-man rotation, their numbers, their time together went down significantly. Um, so it is clear that they know that this is not working. But I just, I don't know how far you could push it. I just... Yeah. Else, are they going to keep playing nine men? I mean, that, that to me was because... Tips, of uh, Tibbs said that it's back to 10. Yeah. Yeah, so we saw eleven in the first quarter tonight. Yeah, Sorry. I mean it wasn't you know your standard eleven, good but dudes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, good, good question though, Mike. GD Nation, this team can win with this team can win with 40, 45 win with forty five with RJ and Randall over two years, a hundred percent. Jesus, Jeremy, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it was I'm trying funny. to lighten the mood. <laughs> I know. Uh, again, like they. Here's my issue. They have. They have Jalen Brunson, who's been better than both of them, and the two of them together. And we have seen for three years that it's really not a great combination. And I like part of it was, yeah, get a get a suitable point guard who can actually help them. And we're still seeing it not work. Like RJ and Randall should have enough synergy by now where they figured it out. And just adding a point guard should help that. And it's not. It's just not the case. I, I just I don't. I, I say that as someone who set, who is of the mindset, it's like, yeah, I could see the Knicks winning like 43 wins, but I also wasn't necessarily expecting 
RJ to play in every single game or Randall's pretty much an iron. I mean, they, they both play a lot of games, but I just didn't necessarily see them playing every game together. And I think that's where they then, you know, you try to get wins there. So I don't know, man, but I say no. Again, I, I just, I will point politely cleaning the glass. Wonderful website has a wonderful metric. It's called, it's just, they, they, they call it differential which is the the difference in how many how your team does against its opponent when players are on the floor versus when players are off the floor. And RJ Barrett and Julius Randle in those two metrics measure in the 11th and 13th percentile of the entire league respectively. And when you look at how many minutes those guys have played 600 going into this was going into tonight 655 non garbage time minutes for RJ 625 minutes non garbage time minutes for Randall and then you look at the guys below them in that same metric there's like a handful of guys that have played a ton of minutes this season not a lot so it this is what it is the team just does not perform well when these guys are on the floor and they really don't perform well when these guys are on the floor together. It's a shitty situation. <laughs> D Jones, Macri can't help but bring RJ up all the time. I, I don't, he's the most important figure in the organization and he's playing abominably, abominably, abominably mm-hmm. like the snowman, except the snowman is cute. Or at least the snowman in the, the reindeer movie. He has not been cromulent. He has not been crowned. No. Abominable is a better word for it. Abominable. Yes. Robert Cross. First. Hey, here he is. Robert Cross. First time, long time, John. Sorry, I was too busy. Puerto Vallarta. Uh, I could pronounce that for the holiday to watch Randall's crap. Anything else new? Hashtag 53 wins. Uh, Robert. Nothing is new. Sean Ford, people rightly criticizing RJ and Julius Randle on defense, but Obi was atrocious in the fourth. Uh, he was. He was. He's been very. He, Obi has not yeah. played well for a couple of weeks now. No, it just hasn't been good. He hasn't been hitting shots. He hasn't been finishing. He had one decent finish tonight. Um, it just hasn't been good, and defensively, it's been bad. Jaron Jackson Jr. and Clark treated him like a traffic cone five or six times. Every bucket counts. Yeah, hundred percent. You. It's tougher to kill Obi. A, because he's a bench player, and B, because he's a player on a rookie contract. Julius Randle's making $24 million this year. Like, you, it's pay for play. So I'm sorry if Julius gets more criticism because of that, but he earns it. Um, JJ, trade Julius to the Sun for Jay Crowder would solve quite a few problems. Hashtag JB is him. Uh, would need to be a couple more players involved, but I would love to see that trade. Yeah, I just don't think the Suns would. Mm-hmm. There are other options they can have that are you never know better. I, of course, you never never know, say never say never, Jerry. You're just saying that because you want to believe say so that. badly. So I, listen, I, I want to believe too, but there there are better options out there that they can acquire. Robert Cross with another one. This is for Cutlets. <laughs> I will look into Rocket Reach tomorrow. I don't know what that is. Uh, by the about. way. <laughs> By the way, where are we shipping Randall? Any updates? Hashtag 53 wins. Oh, thank you, Robert. And uh, again, I don't think he's going anywhere this season. I just don't. Unless it's a neutral offer, as I've said. I just don't think it will be. So, yeah. 
Frank Corona Jr., thank you for the contribution. I don't understand what they're doing. They're 11th. They're in 11th, and they've gotten lucky with injury matchups. Has it ever been more obvious for a team to trade their vets and focus exclusively on the youth? We're, we're, this is not last year. It's a, uh, yeah. You want to take it, Jeremy? It's, it's Julius Randle. That's the conversation. Yeah. You want to trade Julius Randle? So, so does everybody. Well, it's, it's Julius Randle, and it's, a, and it's uh, Derek Rose. Okay, tw- 12, 12 minutes right. tonight that haven't like aren't very yeah. impressive right now, you know? Right. It's like that's not fine. Get get Derek Rose out of here. It's not changing anybody's life. Right. And now listen, if hopefully Emmanuel quickly is perfectly fine. If he does miss time, then you have to imagine, okay, is Tips going with a nine-man rotation? Or is he just gonna go 10 men and have Deuce and Rose in there together? And then at that point, who is Rose really obstructing? Like He's not obstructing Archie Diacono. He's not obstructing McCulloch. Like that's that's the main point here. Evan Fournier, I'd like to see him move, but only in a deal that's right. If he's not in the rotation, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's just Julius Randle, and to a to an extent. I mean, I mean, obviously RJ Barrett's still on his rookie contract. I still don't think they're going to move him this year. Like he's someone who's being detrimental to your team, and and you're not going to move him, and you're probably not going to sit him, and you're probably not going to reduce his minutes significantly. So like. What exactly does trading veterans do? As you're saying, John, it's primarily Julius Randle. And then it's like, okay, well, you're trading Julius Randle for what? What are you attaching for it to be Julius Randle? Like, it just feels like cutting off your nose to spite your face in some ways. I, I want Julius Randle to not be on this team longer. I am very much in agreement, but not at the price point that would cause it to be harmful for the Knicks. You could talk about the internal development. You could talk about Obi Toppin. All these things, I think they're valid points. But if the front office doesn't care about this year's team, I don't think we should care as much about it either. We, naturally, we will because we're fans. I don't mean that in terms of like, don't give a shit. I just mean that in terms of like, if it's not, if they feel it's not about this year, then we should bring the same energy that it's really not about this year. And we want to watch it because it's entertainment and we love this team and we want to see growth in every which way, but not at the point in which it might hurt us in the long term. That's really it. I will stand by what I wrote this summer. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> I'm in turn. I'm processing what you you said. I I don't have as much trust in the front office as you do to be like, well, if they they think something, neither should we. I, no, 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 no. That's, I think that's, they should prioritize. We we, we know. that's not what I'm talking about though. I'm talking about their, their energy towards it, right? Mm-hmm. Not like I'm saying in terms of like if they feel that no, we're good, we don't need to make any altering moves. No matter what we do, we're probably going to be around this range as long as Jalen Brunson stays healthy. Then there's no need to force it. That's all I'm saying. Not no like for, okay. So in, in in total, I agree with that overall. I don't want to. Yeah. No, no, I'm let's, not saying yeah. the front office knows all, and and so we need to respect that. That's not my point at all. Mm-hmm. Not when we're let, let's be very specific about this though. What, what you're to, to what you're saying as it relates to the comment is specifically this: the front office does not care about the fact does not care enough about the fact that we have to watch Julius Randle lollygag through defensive possessions to make what they consider to be a bad Julius Randle deal at the expense of possibly having Julius Randle's workable, tradable salary available to them to make a deal that is far more palatable to them three months or more likely seven months from now which is their priority. That is their priority. Tomorrow's game or whatever the fuck they play next, Tuesday's game, Thursday, that is not their priority. It is the trade that happens three months or again, more likely seven months from now. That's what Jeremy's saying. I I got it. Um, But I just want to be very clear. I disagree with that. Get him the fuck off my team now. There's the Obi Toppin part of this that 
It's not even about Obi. I can't stand I'm watching the guy it, anymore. It's oh, fucking well, painful. Again, oh. this is this is but this is the how the juxtaposition works. You're yes. the heart, I'm the head. We try to coexist here. And that, that's all the I'm not, say, do I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying you're wrong. wrong, but but I do. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. It I'm impacts your enjoyment. And it impacts mine too. I get it. We call Julius a popcorn defender in my group chat because every time it's time to play defense, he just grabs his popcorn and watches it unfold. <laughs> Which is like accurate the way these these clips have been going on about have, have been being broadcast about him just watching plays unfold in front of him. All right. Let's get these rolling because okay. we're headed for a three hour stream if we don't. Oh my goodness. Okay. We're gonna get them rolling. Uh Max Color, do you think trading for a star is the right path? to take or would you rather than take another route i'm nervous about giving up the future um they're they're all in on trading for a star um you know the only other path is tanking and they're not going to tank so why bother thinking about well, it? well they they could still be bad and finish with a bad enough record that gets them into a position to draft a player that they really feel has a high ceiling and if the right star becomes available then just it's it's not black and white. That's all I'll say in response to Max's comment. <laughs> Things will have not gone according to plan if if that's the way they go. Uh, Built through Taj. I know you quibble with that. Love, it's, it, we can get into another time. Love Cam, Grimes, and IQ, but there's no accountability right now, and this fan base is being gaslit into rooting for a play-in spot. Give me that tenth. Give me that top ten pick instead. Um, I I would. If you gave me the choice right now to sign for either the mm, seventh, yes, eighth, maybe best lottery odds versus whatever this outcome of the season is going to be, I would sign for the lottery odds. Sure. I just don't think it's gaslighting to the extent that is being displayed here. Like they, the team wants to win. They want to make the playoffs. That's, that's their intention. Seems so. If that's what they want, no, that's what they want. You know, I'm going to root for it, but I'm going to be totally fine if it, the team bottoms out and doesn't doesn't accomplish that and gets a good pick. And we can talk about well, expectations they fell below it. Like, yeah, well, there's a really nice silver lining and opportunity for them to like actually do something about this season and make it feel like well, you developed well, you got a really good player here in Jalen Brunson. What more can you do next? Also, Sam Garcia's mom. This can't be a real bit. I want the whole family in at this point. Sam Garcia's brother. Sam Garcia's grandma. Wonderful. Sam Garcia's lunch lady. Every, everybody associated with Sam Garcia. I want you as part of our post game chat. <laughs> Disappointing to see RJ continue to play hero ball instead of passing to the open teammate. F- number f- hashtag four Rose Stan. Oh, okay. We got some Derek Rose love. Um, I, I don't know that I would define it as hero ball. He he gets tunnel vision for sure. He like misses guys that he needs to pass to. He also has been making some nice passes. Uh, he just thinks the shots are going to go in, which I get that that is hero ball. I get it. He, he thinks the shot. He thinks every shot is going to go in. Um, that's fair. Yeah, I don't have anything bad. Yeah, he found Mitch on some nice passes. He's been he doing has. that since he came of course. in the league. Yeah, I'd listen, you'd like to see more playmaking from him than someone like Quentin Grimes, as good as 
We can talk about Quentin Grimes. It's just more a reflection of wanting RJ to be more than what he is. And how about this? But, Quentin Grimes has been a markedly better playmaker from year one to year two. I've not seen that development from RJ. That's yeah. the frustrating part. I just, I'm fine with RJ believing every shot he takes is going to go in. My problem is fewer. My problem is that it's the shots he's taking that he needs to ease up on. He doesn't need to take bad shots. I know. Just keep the energy. That's fine. Just do better. Um, yeah. There's a few that come to mind tonight. Uh, Juanon, what's going on? Salute KFS. So, Miles Turner signed with CAA. Please tell me that means nothing for us because I'm getting <laughs> paranoid. And yes, I probably shouldn't have smoked the tea leaves, in quotes, after reading them. That's very funny. Uh, I don't think there's anything there. More centers. Yeah, I, I just... <laughs> Trade for more centers. Yes. I don't, I don't see it. I neither. I'd be yeah. very surprised. For guy in NYC, losing Burks was quietly a big loss. Need his three and D. Um, if you ask John, we should have mortgaged everything to make sure that build around that, Burks. Exactly, build around Burks. That needs to be a team, like, what, a, a super chatter. No one argued that Alec Burks was a good player when he was in the right role. He was an incredibly helpful player. Of course he was. You know, he's not a guy you factor into your plans if you're the Knicks where they're at. So. You know, but like, but would he help them this year? Yeah, he would help them. Whose minutes is he taking though? Camps, which is why I'm very RJ's. against the the. Like, yes, Burks but if is Cam's not loss, taking RJ's like, minutes, Cam's. then why would Burks be taking RJ's minutes? Right. You know what I mean, no, I'm I'm. That was where my little my little dream scenario came came from. It's because like in what scenario in what world would Alec Burks be getting minutes for the 2022-23 Knicks? Be okay. It would only be a world in which like neither RJ or Julius Randall was here. That's right. Where it came from. Anyway, uh, Christian Cruz, are there any ideal trade scenarios you guys have in mind? Assuming we're at around 500 in February. Um, can we get to February first? Yeah. Can I, we get to December? Yeah. <laughs> not, uh, just in, <laughs> just in life. I like not against you, Christian. I can't even think like the December 15th deadline's coming soon. And I can't even figure out what's what's what there. So, so much time between now and I know you're saying at around 500, but I think this team it's, it's going to be, they're going to be in the mix no matter what, most likely. At least what, imagine. The most fascinating scenario to me, personally, would be if they are mm, t- not two isn't enough. Man, three probably isn't even enough. If they're like four Four and a half games out of tenth with at the at the trade deadline, um, and they have deals on the table that are just straight like where you, your team is not getting better. Like we're or like we're, we're we're they are sending out talent, you know, and they're getting back picks like a young player maybe, but probably picks. What do they do? What do they do in that scenario? That is a fast, and I don't think that scenario is completely off the table. It would take a couple things happening. It would take the Wizards continuing to win. It would take the Pacers continuing to win. Um, I don't think that that's nuts, though. I was talking to Prez about this. He made a good point. Or I was thinking of like ways that the Knicks could operate where it's like, all right, yeah, you're moving, for example, like a Derrick Rose type player. And what Prez said, and I think it's true is that the Knicks midseason have not necessarily gone the route where they're taking a step back in terms of like Tibbs and his rotation. Like first season, they added 
Derek Rose, second season, they added Cam Reddish and they sent out in both of those trades players who weren't even in the rotation. So it's now about like, if you're going to operate this deadline, are you adding to the talent level that you see? Because I think you could do both. I think there are actually players you could deal. And I've got some things in mind that I'll save for a little bit later. Like you could you could find ways to deal some rotation players and still make upgrades, and you're not losing a ton in terms of what you're giving up because you got some back on the on the back end for those other guys. But we can again dissect that yep. more later. It's just I don't see them taking a step back per se. I think they'll try to stay neutral at worst. Hopefully, try to improve the roster uh, at best in that case. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hey, guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Dan Hidalgo, it feels like it's time to let Reddish cook more. I think he's... He's, he's cooking fine. Yeah, he's cooking fine. Yeah. Do, you, do you think the fact that he's not hunting for shots is a result of a, a lack of confidence or coaching? I think it's called playing within the offense. I think he's doing a beautiful job of playing within the offense. I think his attacking of closeouts has are just a thing of beauty. Um, I love watching every time he attacks the closeouts. Like, those are the shots he should be taking. And 
open catch and shoot threes. Like you could, if you play enough minutes and you're on the floor with the right guys, you could score 20 a night attacking closeouts and, and hitting your catch and shoot threes in this league. Um, you know, with a well-timed cut here and there without ever having a play designed for you to initiate offense. I'm not saying cam isn't good enough to initiate offense, but I think for right now, we're like, we, we weren't sure if this guy was going to be in the league in a few years, the way he played in the preseason. I'm very happy with where cam is. No small parts, only no small, small actors. Only small. <laughs> very well said. Uh, Requiem Requ- gaming. Hello from the land of enchantment. Fun game. I would have been enchanted with a win. Me and you both, but a lot of good signs. Nonetheless, RJ was perfectly cromulent. Now that, that the wins the, the vocab word. Yep. <laughs> Romulant, acceptable or adequate? The the continental breakfast was perfectly cromulent. Is that cromulent. that's the sentence they gave you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I had to, to, I'm going to incorporate that in my vocabulary because that's. Mm-hmm. I may name tomorrow's newsletter perfectly cromulent. Um, <laughs> thank you, Alex. That should be the tag for this podcast. Perfectly, perfectly cromulent. cromulent. <laughs> I like that. With a link to the definition in the exactly, uh, exactly, yeah. We're just linked to a picture of a continental breakfast. Um, Sam Garcia, why was Grimes not in down the stretch to guard? Yeah, I don't know. I wish I had a good answer for you. I don't know. Uh, Joe Vogel, so frustrating because we have actually some actually awesome individual defenders on this team, but that's canceled out by others who are just awful on uh, at defense. I said at the halftime zoom and. Um, Shout out to Jason. He he pushed back a little bit, probably correctly so. But I was like, I think given how many minutes he plays, you could argue that Julius Randle is a top five most detrimental defender in the league, given the Knicks scheme and how like everybody has to, you know, theoretically kind of play together and be on a string and how teams just come in and know like if I move, if I pass the ball. Like this guy's probably either gonna get lazy or get confused. Um, I don't. I'm, bottom five is probably too strong, but like, and then when you throw in RJ's struggles this year, yeah, it's really, it's really freaking frustrating because those guys play a ton of minutes. And you look at the on-off numbers on defense, and they, they, they tell no lies. I just can't help but feel when I see RJ and Julius together, where it's like, all right, if you moved one. You're left with the other one, obviously. But it's like if you if you got someone instead of RJ Barrett down the line who could quarterback the defense in a way that like makes Quentin Grimes just look like a good defender, and he is a very good defender. But someone who's just like that's their bread and butter is is just solid defensive chops. What does that do for Julius's defensive game? Like to me, he is then becomes you know more of a glaring hole on defense but it also makes me wonder does he actually pick up the slack knowing he's the weakest link no maybe not but but it's it's more the thought process of you have two defenders right now who aren't defending or like i I don't mean to call them as like defenders you have two players who are not defending and it's and it's collapsing in and jalen brunson tries but he's limited by his size and the fact that he is not a naturally gifted defender and it's all collapsing in on itself. And it's apparent with the 27th worst defensive rating. And it's why I just keep thinking about if you, if you bolster that defense in some way by just improving this, the starting lineup down the line, because I still don't think Julius Randall is going to be the option for leaving. How does that impact 
him and has it impact the rest of the team. And if so, you're if your thought process like it doesn't, it's fair because what we've seen, it doesn't seem like there's a lot that motivates him. But I just I don't know. There's part of me that I just can't help but wonder if he is the the absolute weakest link, unquestionable that he's not going to be like, yep, I can at least do a better job than where I'm at right now. I I, I don't want to. Oh God, how do I not sound like I have it out for this guy? I, I will just say this. I don't think it will make a difference. I don't think I don't think there is a motivation issue here with Julius Randle. That is my personal belief. You uh, you may feel differently. I do just want to cite because if you look at the on off numbers on defense, I've seen Brunson that. like they're what I, I, I'm familiar. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I know. I'll I know. Continue. I, yeah, I, yeah. No, I know you. For anybody, for anybody listening or watching who doesn't know, like R- Randall's at the bottom not only of the Knicks, but he's at the bottom of the league. RJ is like a tick higher, but also at the bottom. And then Jalen Brunson is also, is not his defensive on offs are also not good. He plays so many minutes with RJ and Randall that I, I think that needs to be factored into the conversation. And I just looked it up. It's not a huge sample size, so I don't want to make everything out of it, but in 193 possessions this year. So I don't know, give or take a hundred minutes. The Knicks defense with Jalen Brunson on the court and Julius Randle off the court is giving up 93.5 points per 100 possessions. Um, and that's non-garbage time minutes. Now, 93.5 would obviously be leading the league by a country mile on uh, on the defensive end. They're also scoring um, 117.1 to plus 23 net rating. How do you like them apples? And most of those lineups, or at least a lot of those lineups, have R.J. Barrett in them. So, like... RJ's defense has not been good this year, but I, I like RJ. He's, he's trying, like he's, he's, he's doing the things that you're supposed to do. And he like knows where to go. Like he'll get beat on the occasional back door, but like teams aren't looking at RJ Barrett, like as like with a target on his back, like they may put him in pick and rolls correctly. So because he can't get around a pick right now, but I don't think he doesn't kill you in the way that Julius does. And I think the numbers back that up. Um. So I, I I don't know. We won't know until they do something. It's, well, yeah. Before I'm dead, please. <laughs> Matt <laughs> Smith, John, if you're looking for a positive, yes, give me a positive. That Mavs pick is looking like he'd be destined for 11th or 14. Pray to God it doesn't fall out of the top 10. Mavericks lost tonight, by the way. Hell okay. yeah. They're not going to be. The Mavs are not going to not make the play in. There's like there's not going to happen. I mean, it just takes. It takes an injury. That's all, you know, that's all it is. Frustrating part is the Knicks now only have the ninth and the 15th pick because the Mavs pick is 10th. Oh, it's 10th? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But it's fine. You can want to keep rooting for the losses because there are easier stretches of games that they will have where they will win. Watch the Mavs. Watch Luke get injured and the Mavs go full tank mode. And then they get Victor and then we just cry. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. Um, thanks, Matt. I did, that did make me feel a little bit better. Sam Garcia's dad. Okay. The wife and I just returned from visiting our son and she wanted to contribute to KFS. This is an amazing bit. Visiting our son. So he is a kid. I'm guessing he's in college in that Probably. sense. Or maybe he's or a grown Thanksgiving. man. Yeah. You That's know, true. Wonderful. The Garcias are the f- first family of KFS. Yes. Serious question. Is there no way to camouflage Fournier's defense and get his shooting in the game? None. The issue with Fournier is the version of Fournier that we saw last this year was not the version of Fournier. Like that dude was had his soul taken from him. Like Fournier could play decent defense. He wasn't doing it this year. 
and the fact that they are that they have not given him a minute of court time since they made the decision to excise him from the rotation leads me to believe that you are never going to see Evan Fournier play another game for the next game. Yeah. Barring like significant injuries where they have to dress guys. <laughs> and even then, see McKillock, baby. I was about to Those say, I'd rather, yeah. I'd, I'd rather see Svee. Um, better chances with the team next year. Yeah. Well, actually, though, that's probably not sure with the contract situation. Um, better chance he has a positive impact on the team next year. Uh, GD Nation with one more. This is sadly, this is sadly, this is not the fan base to let that lets players figure it out. It's game 20 by game 40. Jalen Brunson will be called trash. I, it, man, GD Nation, way to, way to zag. This is the ultimate zag. Just like also not game 20 for RJ Barrett and Julius yeah. Randle. Like we're on multiple years of this. Like I, I appreciate the take of like pump the brakes. Like it's a whole season. We're not even, a, we're exactly a quarter of the way to uh, through, but this is a problem that's been happening for three years. You know, I understand if people are frustrated at this point. Uh, yeah, it, it it's 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 not only frustrating; it's concerning. The concern has to be real at this point. Uh, busy. Best part of Brunson is we never have to see another late game Julius Randall ISO. Mm-mm. Never say never. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, ISO is the thing, Jeremy, because yeah. yeah. the the play I think if Randall gets it is like like we saw it in the Charlotte game where Randall got it because there was gravity toward. Brunson and he got a path to the rim and got a layup out of it. No, I I totally understand that. I'm just saying in terms of like Brunson was questionable tonight. If he sits a game, oh, what oh. happens in that case? Oh uh, yeah, that reality. Oh, okay, yeah, Jalen gotcha. Brunson's not going to play 82 games. I don't think. Maybe he will. Um, good comment though, is he? My screen jumped. Give me a second. Okay, I'm, I'm actually. You know what I'm looking up? What's that up? I'm curious about. I want to look up. How the how the Knicks are doing this year in clutch situations? Oh, because as a team or individual players? No, as a team. And then look at how everyone else, not named Jalen Brunson, is doing. Um, because last year they, as a team, they were god awful in in clutch situations. Uh, here we go. So in clutch situations this year, the Knicks have the 14th best clutch net rate net rating in the league. Plus 6.8. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Certainly an improvement over uh over last year. Their clutch defense is 18th in the league. Their clutch offense is ninth in the league. Wow. It's pretty good. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky substitute Pascal or OG and OG for RJ and Randall championship team. Oh, we were talking about this earlier. Mm. I'll let you guys answer. No, I'll say no, but pretty good. Better team. And definitely Kev- better. I'm guessing Kevin's talked to you, John, about his, I mean, his, his buy-in for Jalen Brunson is apparent, but his like, Better than Fred Van Vliet. And to an extent, if you if you if you look at the numbers exactly right, better than Pascal Siakam. And it's why you put him on the Raptors in that role. And you know, you you get to see what he is. And I I think neither team 
in a collection of players as a championship contender. No, there's no one who's capable of being a top 10 player. No. At least performing like one. No. They're, they're one superstar away from making some serious noise. But until then, they're kind of just where the Raptors are right now if they're healthy, which is maybe six seed in the East. Yeah, five or six seed. I agree. Um, good question, Kev. Um, what do you think, John? I don't think they're quite there. There. I don't think they're quite there. Uh, equals peace. Randall off the bench is the sixth man. Never in a million years with this franchise. On the Suns, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> on a lot of other teams. I think on a lot of other teams. You, I, I think that's his NBA destiny. I think within two years, when he's off the Knicks, you're going to see him as a sixth man on a good team. That's his destiny. Last um, but not least... Is it? Okay. You got me scared with the three-hour talk. Sam Garcia. Yes, I am a college student. I attend Ohio State. Hey, the Ohio State University. Very rough, rough weekend for yeah. you, Sam. Yeah. Oh, Sam. I don't know what happened. Sorry about that. They, the College football games were played, and they played Michigan. The the game, as they call it. Oh, the game. And Michigan won 43-22. to 22. Oh, Jeremy? Yeah. Sorry about that, Sam. I was watching it on my phone with my future father-in-law at the Rangers game because we thought the third period of the Rangers game was not going to matter. They were up mm. three nothing and then Edmonton scored four goals. <laughs> you know, John, I know you don't have Instagram, but I tagged you on Instagram this weekend. No, I do have it. I just don't open it. I know you don't know how to use Instagram, but I, I tagged you in a story because they were having fun in the in-house entertainment uh, with awkward dance cams and uh, intermission shootouts between children and you know I knew that you would hate that you would tell the kids to go sit down and watch the Zamboni machine I would hate it and I do hate it I know let's give out some game balls and detentions and do predictions get out of here game balls uh, all right candidates John read them Jalen Brunson Emmanuel quickly Jericho Sims Mike White uh, Jeremy you go first Jalen Brunson easy boom as I will go. It's tough because Jericho Sims didn't even play tonight. It's a whole um, week. What? It's a whole week. I he know, but he didn't, didn't play tonight. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Emmanuel quickly. I, I hate that he got hurt tonight, but he he was playing well tonight. Um, and he was the second best player on the floor against Portland. And I really, 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 really hope Emmanuel quickly is okay. Because, man, tonight he hit like two threes, right? Or am I imagining that? No, he hit one three. He hit his only three tonight. He had a couple threes the other night. He's, I think he's about to go on a run. It's just he needs to stay healthy. All right, detention. I go first. These are the candidates. The candidates are. R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, perpetually, apparently, Tom Thibodeau, or the ABL. ABL. American Basketball League. It was a league that died off in the mid-60s. Okay. But instituting the three-point line in their league in 1961, which would be adopted by the NBA in 1979, all leading to the Knicks being unable to shoot it 42 years later. Thank you for that. If the three-point line didn't exist, we wouldn't have these problems, John. Sure. Um, hmm. yeah, it's like Sophie's choice. Uh, take both kids. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> Julius, now and forever. 
Okay. Well, easy. Tom Thibodeau. Just be- I'm kidding. I just wanted, yeah. to, I just wanted to see the reaction on John's Get face. Rise, yeah. He broke, but he did not. Uh, yeah. RJ. I, mean, I don't know. But benching Grimes tonight was pretty bad. All right. Predictions. Uh, I just... I suck. So you're I just, going You were so seven? close with that Blazers game. Oh, my and God. I, after the Thunder game, I thought, all right, John's going to win. Because I think they could get the Blazers game. And then they just... So what, am I own five? Yeah. And, I mean, I would have gone one and one with that first week, but we'll hide that because it wasn't official. So we're good. But yeah, so you're 0 and 5. Um, so what do we have here? We have we Tuesday yes. at Detroit, Wednesday, Milwaukee home, Saturday, Dallas home. That's a 1230 start time for anybody planning your Saturday plans around the, the Mavs Knicks game. And then Sunday, uh, same, same bat time, same bat channel as this week, Cleveland, 6 p.m. Home also. I am going to go with two and two. Knew you're going to do that. Yes. I can't say three and one, can I? Jesus Christ. Killing me here. At Detroit, Milwaukee, Dallas. Man, they played Dallas well. And they owe Cleveland one. We'll say three and one does get the Knicks to what exactly, John? Your favorite number. 500. 500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go one and three. Uh huh. Because yeah. I could see them going into Detroit and losing and then coming back and like beating Milwaukee and be like, oh, okay. That was hey, and then losing to Dallas and Cleveland. Like the the odds that they win three of these next four, I could see that too. I I want to say three and one, and I think three and one is possible. I'm gonna go one and three. Jeremy, were you trying to get him to take three and one? Like yeah, it was. mind games with him. But I also then, thought one and three is the obvious pick if it's not two and two. <laughs> but I think that I think there's something to be said of what. John is saying where the Cleveland game, you know, there's going to be a lot with Donovan Mitchell and the, the game back in New York with the trade and everything. And the Knicks wanting to stop him. Um, yeah. Three and one's a tall task. I mean, I could have seen, I could see it happening for sure. Let's, uh, let's just acknowledge this team has a worse net rating than the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Yep. The 25th in the league in net rating. Here are the teams that by point differential, the Knicks are better than the Spurs, the Pistons, the Rockets, the Magic, and the Hornets, a.k.a. unequivocally the worst five teams in the league. The Knicks are better than the worst five teams in the league who have been the worst five teams in the league by a considerable margin. And also, by the way, those teams account for one, two, three, four of the Knicks wins. Right? They beat Charlotte once, Orlando once, Detroit twice. Yeah. I'll go one and three. And with that, we're out. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, GMAC. You're welcome. The Jets are seven and four. I was, I, you took the words mm-hmm. out of mouth. Congratulations. Sorry, at seven and four. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Cohen. The Giants are seven and four. 
Yes, not you didn't want to be, but <laughs> the Giants no. seven four. <laughs> um, thank you to our friends at WinBet. One more time, go make sure you download that WinBet app if you uh, want to play some some sports wagers, sports sports stuff. Do the make, thing. Yes, download the WinBet app or visit www.winbet.com uh, to start winning. Uh, hopefully more than the Knicks. Uh, sign up today to receive a special offer. The, the special offer is real, by the way. If you're just waiting, just Get the special offer. Bet $100 and you you win $100. Download BetWin. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Everybody stay, stayed with us for this whole thing. God love you. And uh, hopefully, Nick's get a couple wins this week. Talk to you soon. Peace out. That's a seven and four. <laughs>